Welcome to Entitled with your host, Rita Kamenetsky. The podcast designed to empower you to achieve any and all your desires because you deserve it. Welcome to the Entitled Podcast. I am your host, Rita Kaminsky, and today I'm joined with my good friend, Gigi, who lost 20 kilograms. If you guys don't know, I run a YouTube channel and a lot of people want to see different weight loss journeys to mine. So I've asked Gigi to come on this podcast and, you know, just talk a little bit about her journey. How much weight did you lose? overall and how long did it take you? Hello, thanks so much for having me. So I lost 20 kilos, so I went from 94 to 74 kilos. It was over the space of about one to two years, but I did take big breaks in between just because I had a history of pretty much diet cycling. So going on a diet, then coming off and eating too much and going back on, etc. So that really impacted my metabolism. So I decided to stretch it out over that long period of time. Um, and lose weight in about five to eight kilo segments. Through doing that, I've managed to keep it off even now. So that that was my reasoning behind uh, the time frame. That's so good. And like, do you feel like it's so much better like doing it in a long progression rather than just like restricting yourself completely because that's how I did it. Yeah, well, look, it depends on the person. Some people are okay with restricting themselves. Usually if you don't have a history of like dieting a lot when you're young, you're able to just restrict yourself and lose that weight. Uh, But you've got to be really careful if you've had a history of bad eating patterns and dieting, etc. So yeah, it totally um, depends on the person. But I feel like I've managed to keep it off because of the process that I use to lose the weight yeah no for sure I feel like it really screws with your metabolism if you just yo-yo diet but I guess I just wanted to know about your process like how did you really start on your weight loss journey so I started really funny it's not really a funny story (laughs) it's a little bit sad but um when I didn't weigh myself for a long period of time and that was when I first met my boyfriend so um as you can imagine (laughs) yeah oh my god (laughs) um it's so funny to talk about the boyfriend exactly so when you like meet someone you go out and eat a lot and you get to know each other and you have a good time and I don't regret anything like it was awesome um just having a great time and eating a lot of food Um, but about a year into that I was I took a long time to like weigh myself I didn't want to weigh myself I was really scared I was completely in denial about like my weight and everything so one day I finally decided to like get the courage and like take out my old pair of scales that I'd like buried underneath my bed that's when (laughs) shit just hits the fan honestly when you take your head out of the sand and actually like face reality but that's good because then you're like Uh, starting your journey of like okay like this is where I'm starting this is where I want to go oh my god the amount of like stories I've heard and it's just like blame it all on the boyfriends because you're like in a good relationship and then you gain like a couple of kilograms or like 10 kilograms or whatever and you don't even realize so you know what I feel like I've partially made him feel responsible (laughs) (laughs) just lay it all on him no I'm joking I'm joking but yeah Um, like in the end it was my decision and and I don't really regret it because it is part of getting to know somebody you can't just be like oh no like I'm not going on a date like I I'm supposed to be on a diet like oh no yeah for sure and then like a lot of guys also like no baby you're beautiful as you are just like eat 
Absolutely, that was my partner. And that's supposed to be like, that's how you're supposed to be. You can't have a partner that's like, I want you to be like, a hundred percent. It's good to have an encouraging, like, boyfriend that, like, loves you for who you are. Definitely. But at the same time, you need to be like, no, today is my diet day and I am going to be eating what I want to be eating. For me, I was so in, like, the same sort of, like, process of, like, eating out and stuff and I totally forgot. And then it came to a time where I was like, I've gained weight. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not eating. I'm not having McDonald's with you. You can order McDonald's and I'm just going to sit there. And that's what like, that is the hardest part because you're seeing someone next to you like eat this huge ass meal. And I'm like, oh, that smells so good. But that's when I started to lose weight, when I like sacrificed some stuff. And it gets easier after a while. Like the first time you say no, it's going to be hard. And the second time and the third time. But after a while, when you start to lose weight and you start to realize like what's important to you, saying get like saying no becomes easy it's just like it just happens instantly a hundred percent but i always say like you're only in a good happy relationship when you start gaining weight like that is like the biggest telltale sign absolutely oh my god it happens to everyone it's insane so i got the scales out and i weighed myself and i was 94 kilos i think i was a little bit more as well i'm not entirely i don't really remember i was like no this can't be it these scales are broken for sure (laughs) So like I took myself in the car and I went to like the shops and I bought myself a new pair of scales. I was like, this is not right. Like I need to get a new pair of scales. And I brought it home and I set it up and everything. I'm like, right, this is going to be accurate. Um, And sure enough, it was accurate. And I was still 94 kilos. Um, And that's when like all sort of all the realization set in of like the procrastination and the denial and everything. But at the same time, I was like, no, like I've enjoyed this last like year and a half. And like, yeah, I've just been in love, whatever. It's relationship weight. (laughs) So I was like, but now I'm going to make a change. I'm going to like see results I want to see. And I guess what motivated me was I was actually going to go to Europe for the first time four months later so I think this was in I think it was in June and I think I was gonna go to Europe in September so I mentally prepared myself I was like I use these little things as like um ways to stay motivated so the holiday was like a huge way to stay motivated so I just did lots of research on YouTube um a lot of the information was inaccurate let's just be honest there's a lot of like toxic diet culture Well, especially there was back then, things are starting to get a lot better. People are starting to realise more of the like scientific things behind weight loss. So I did see a few fads, but like I'm a smart girl. I realised what was what. I sort of realised what I needed to do to lose weight. I just tracked my calories. I set myself a calorie deficit. I used my fitness pal. I focused on healthy eating. Um, I took protein powder. I focused on like a high protein diet. I made a few mistakes along the way, um, but I did get to about 88 kilos so six kilos by the time I went to Europe and I was so proud of myself I was so happy I could already see like huge changes but at the same time like I went there and I was I was not gonna eat and then I was like you know what like I'm in Greece like why am I not gonna eat Mm -hmm. I've never been to Europe before I'm never gonna like try food like this in Australia I'm like I'm not gonna stop living my life just because I want to be like a kilo lighter by the time I go back so I just enjoyed myself um and I have absolutely zero regrets I just motivated myself I was like when you get home you're just gonna keep going 
So it was just like after that, the ball just started rolling. So I started going on cuts where I would lose between like five to eight kilos. Then I'd take a month or two of a diet break. The diet breaks were usually around life events because that's generally when you eat more food around your birthday, Christmas, Easter. So whenever there wasn't an event, I would be on a cut and then I would sort of stop and just enjoy my food around those events. And yes, I did put on a few kilos, but it's all part of like the process of dieting. And I feel like that really helped me realize that it's not all about restricting yourself. There's also got to be some enjoyment to it as well. That is incredible in terms, like that fits really well with like plateaus as well. Like, I don't know if you experienced plateaus. Yeah. And what did you do when you had plateaus? Um, So at the start, it was, I didn't realize what was happening. I would get really upset and I would be like, why isn't this weight budging? And to be honest, like at the start, that could sometimes have been why I came off my diet and I started eating again. But as the weight started to drop off, the more I realised a plateau just meant you needed to have a break. It sort of coincided, I think, with one of your videos where you talked about plateaus and I realised it wasn't just like like I shouldn't just get unmotivated and just stop, maybe just have a break and then keep going. And I did do like a lot of research because there's so many scientific papers of like so many like research studies that have been done on like all these sorts of things. So I just slowly realized like exactly what your body was doing, what it meant and sort of how to get over it. So in the end, I was really good with plateaus. I just take a break and then just get back to the diet when I felt like my body had like the rest it needed. How long did you take a break on average? On average, about two weeks. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the same as me when I had plateaus. I think it's really good that you actually like check scientifically backed papers and like information because it's really sad like about before what you said, people are just really wanting to see results. So they go on YouTube and they get really confused on all this different misinformation and then it it like screws with their metabolism so but I think that we are like getting good at like seeing things for ourselves like trying different things but also taking it with a grain of salt because there is so much misinformation out there even like personal trainers and nutritionalists like you need to understand that like there is so much information that's so different and you have to like figure it out for yourself basically and there are so many like youtube channels you know jeff nippard no he's really good because he bases all of his stuff on like scientifically backed facts and he just like has these videos and talks about them it's great what was like the easiest and the hardest thing about the whole weight loss journey i think the easiest thing and people are going to think i'm crazy for this was the exercise because you don't need to kill yourself in the gym to see results for weight loss unless you're trying to build like a specific physique um, and sort of do body recomposition then yeah you will need to lift weights to sort of build a new structure but if you're just looking to lose weight and tone your body like the whole purpose of exercise is to burn calories that's one of the purposes and the other purpose is to build muscle mass exercise became really enjoyable so i would say that was the easiest part for me the hardest part for sure is it's so hard to stick to that diet when you just feel like going to mcdonald's and you drive past mcdonald's you can just smell oh it my God. it's so hard and the whole mental and psychological part of weight loss is just finding the will to like say no when you know it's the best decision for you so just really finding ways to motivate myself mentally and in the end it's not even about motivation it's it 
comes down to habit in the end. Some days you're just not going to be motivated. So that's where you build those habits to really keep going until you next sort of feel the motivation. So I'm not always motivated to go to the gym or to eat healthy, but I have habits where I like, for example, prep my meals for the week. So I don't even need to think about what I'm going to eat. It's already there for me. So I don't go to the fridge and like see all these different foods, healthy and unhealthy, and sort of wait for myself to pick something based on how I feel that day. I just have habits where I set my foods up in the fridge and I know what I'm going to eat. So I don't even need to think twice about being motivated to eat healthy. Same as the gym, when you have a workout routine, if you're not feeling motivated and you're in that routine, it's just up to habit to just keep going with the exercises you know and your routine um, and your cardio and weights, etc. So I think that's absolutely the hardest part, just not relying on motivation, um, just building the habits to really see those results. 100%. And I feel like when you have a certain plan laid out for yourself it's all about just taking the action like if you have as much information as possible you can just stick it out like if you have a plan of going to the gym like five times a week which you are crazy by the way (laughs) you go like so much and I'm like how do you do it you do cardio and weights and weights so you go how many times do you go so I try to do cardio five times a week and weights about four to five that's insane yeah sometimes I incorporate them in the same session sometimes I do my cardio in the morning and my weights in the night but I genuinely love the gym like I love working out and it is addictive seeing just how much your hard work is paying off it's really hard at the start because it takes a few weeks if not a few months to really see the results but the more you see results the more you just become motivated to just keep going and keep going like success and like change is like an addiction if it's done the right way a hundred percent it just what it like fuels you to keep on going that's amazing I just I think that it's really interesting how so many people have different like ways of getting motivated and getting things done because for example for me I go three times a week that really inspires me to keep on going when I see the results but for me like when I eat less and I see the results in that way like that's easier for me so it's all about just like again trial and error seeing what is basically easier absolutely for you so this podcast is all about getting what you deserve basically and understanding what you deserve so what was that point of you understanding like hey I actually want to start working on my health and fitness what was your mentality behind like I'm going to do this. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think the more I tried to distract myself from how unhappy my weight was making me, like I distracted myself and I'm like, no, like you're fine with how you are. Because if you're comfortable in your own skin, then 100% like stay as you are. Nobody is asking you to change unless you yourself know that's going to make you happier. I would honestly say don't change for anybody unless it's for yourself and if, it, if you know it's what you want and it's going to make you happier and more confident, etc. So the more I tried to distract myself, the more I was like, like I tried to distract myself with like what I wore. I wore baggy clothes. I was constantly feeling guilty for eating too much. They're just a few examples. The more I tried uh, to distract myself with feeling I was okay, the more I realized I wasn't okay. The more I realized I wanted to 
you feel comfortable wearing tight clothes because I was always like a chubby child so I never knew what it was like to feel comfortable in my own skin so I said to myself like this is going to be the time where I learn one way or another how to feel comfortable um, in my own skin and that's what's pushed me so like so far that main goal which I feel like is so important it's not even like I want to have the perfect physique no it's I want to feel I want to look in the mirror and feel comfortable in my own skin so I will keep going with my goal uh, definitely until I feel comfortable in my own skin that's incredible honestly like no matter how many times no matter how many like people's stories I hear it's like until you understand like and employ self-love that's when you actually get onto the journey and you stick with it when you're like okay I'm doing this for the right purpose and it's not just for anyone else and it's not because oh my god I want to get skinny because I hate my body it's genuinely because you love yourself and you want to feel better and look better like for no one else but yourself so when you did lose the most amount of weight how often did you go to the gym like what is your biggest advice in terms of that so it just really depends on on sort of how you want to do it so if you're looking for an overall physique change then the best way to do it is to be in a like a slight deficit and lift weights and also do cardio by doing that you're like effectively achieving body recomposition so you are losing fat and building trying to build muscle at the same time so you that process takes a lot longer but overall your physique will you'll notice the most changes in your physique um that's sort of like the long path the i guess shorter path and the easiest way if you just want to lose weight you don't care whether it's like fat or muscle because ultimately when you just lose weight you don't really know if it's fat or muscle it's um like you can't really stop yourself from losing muscle as you lose weight you will like lose some muscle mass as well so i guess the easiest way to do it is to be in a deficit and do cardio because cardio burns the most amount of calories um however you will lose muscle mass at the same time but if you're okay with that then that's the the easiest way sorry 100 percent. no i agree i what i like about your journey is that it's so similar to mine i want to talk about this having the longevity of weight loss and not you know just going for two weeks did you find that that was a lot easier for you to put yourself in that mentality that oh this is actually going to be in the long run like i don't want to just do this for like before my europe trip like this is going to be a continuous thing absolutely and the, you got to fall in love with the journey to make a change as big as losing anything more than like a few kilos you have to fall in love with the journey or you are not going to make it further than losing a few kilos because you're going to lose a few kilos you're going to hate the journey you're going to want to get off the journey you're going to eat and you're going to put that weight back on again so you just have to really remind yourself of your end goal and you need to be okay with the fact it is going to take a, like a long amount of time you can do it in a short amount of time but it might not be sustainable so the more you realize that actually the longer amount of time you take the more sustainable it's going to be that's so important like i harp on about that all of the freaking time because i didn't know that so many people just didn't know this like so many people after my weight loss video were like how do I lose weight fast? How do I lose weight after two weeks? And it's like, 
it's really not about that quick fix it's about like learning to love yourself i guess yeah, that's a scary part everyone's looking for a quick fix these days like 100%. that's why the diet culture is so toxic because it promises things like lose 10 kilos in two weeks and people want that like who wouldn't want that like let's be honest like if you could actually lose 10 kilos in two weeks and you didn't know anything about like dieting the science behind it weight loss like how anything works of course you're going to fall for that it's just really about educating people and like people need to do their own research and realize what weight loss is what sustainable weight loss is and just how toxic and dangerous like these diet cultures are and i think at the same time like you need to have a balance of like i'm not going to take too long in doing this there was a window where i was losing a good amount of weight for a long like extended amount of time and then now like you said like i'm i am taking really big breaks but it is sustainable and like in the long run but there are times where you should be like okay like i have a big goal and i'm going to take it easy but i'm also gonna stay focused and keep on track of like my calories and just like actually be on it but just don't force yourself into it in terms of like eating and stuff did you count your calories and like what was your favorite sort of method because i did intermittent fasting and that is a whole other thing that i want to talk about macro eating which was really easy for me so what was like your easiest way that you lost weight so similar to you i tried a few things towards the beginning of my journey that's sort of what i referred to about like diet culture and finding a lot of things on youtube heaps of people were talking about like keto diet intermittent fasting um, if it fits your macros etc so i got exposure to that early but like nobody mentions the number one thing you need is a calorie deficit nobody wants to just believe that i feel like it's so hard for people to believe it's as simple as you need to expend more energy than you're consuming to lose weight all the other little things like have a small effect but this is the number one thing that you need to realize so i tried intermittent fasting it was fantastic i've done a bit of research on like the scientific things behind it there some people talk about like the longer you don't eat for like your body learns to burn like fat stores but i think there's a lot of research that hasn't has said that's not quite accurate it's sort of still in the works that sort of research it's very new but one thing i do know by doing intermittent fasting and by eating your calories in a smaller window you are not as hungry and you can have bigger meals so if you're someone that gets like freaked out by dieting because you need to eat small meals and you prefer bigger meals and you're happy to go a little bit amount of time without eating then 100% intermittent fasting will work for you I agree I did intermittent fasting for the first time and I don't want to say that it's like dangerous per se but what I found for myself is after like I lost a lot of weight during that time but then I think you have to be really careful afterwards like not falling back into like being in a caloric surplus because you can add that weight back like screw up your metabolism and like gain even more weight afterwards it's so important to practice like the right amount of intermittent fasting because now i feel like i gained like some weight a lot faster because i had such a huge window before and then when i went back to like normal eating i kind of gained a little bit of weight but i found for me like i so agree with you like the caloric deficit thing it's so simple yet so true and it's something that i always need to remind myself like 
one big meal per day and then two small meals being in a caloric deficit and just eating before 7 p.m it's like never failed me absolutely and here's like a little tip if you are a volume eater if you want big meals there are certain foods out there that you can eat a huge bowl of and it have like a minimal amount of calories so most vegetables and some fruits especially berries have such little calories like you could eat a bowl a huge bowl of like carrots or cucumbers and it not even be a hundred calories so volume eating is something and if you don't know what it is like all it pretty much is is finding foods that have a low amount of calories for how much volume the food is so they even say like lettuce is like a zero calorie food because it takes more energy to chew it yes than and what it does. is like negative calories exactly so I just it's all about finding these little things that you can add into your meals that take up a lot of volume in your stomach but don't add to the calories a hundred percent it's like hacks like mental hacks you think that you're eating a lot but it's really negative calories and that's the best thing ever and that's what i've been doing like i'll fill my stir fries with with lots of cauliflower and broccoli rice which has pretty much a low low amount of calories and a good amount of protein in it and you just fill your stir fries and you fill your meals with lots of vegetables and you get really full but you your your meal was maybe only three to four hundred calories that's incredible okay this is why you need to follow Gigi on tiktok and youtube because she finds the most interesting <laughs> foods like in the supermarkets that i haven't even heard of and she's like this is like 30 calories and i'm like how do you even how did you find this like i take like photos of all the food that she shows me because it's like incredible what's your tiktok gg gg fit is my gg fit and then your youtube is ggf my youtube is ggk ggk i've got to sort of change it so it's a little bit more integrated um, and smooth flowing but pretty much on tiktok i film a lot of what i eat in a day which people love because people love new ideas on different foods you can eat so you're not eating the same thing every day and with my youtube i plan to show people my journey um, and also show some tips and also start up a little series where I show people my grocery shopping and how I plan my meals for the week. So do you track your calories? Absolutely yes I have tried so hard because I know it can be toxic for some people and I totally get it it can become an obsession and you've got to keep yourself under control just to purely know that it's just a tool that you're using to be in a caloric deficit I use my fitness pal to track my calories because you can literally scan the barcode of the food you're eating and put in a serving size Um, I do sort of take it one step further I do weigh out a serving size because you would be absolutely shocked at the serving size of certain foods compared to what you think the serving size is so for example if we talk about yogurt like being in like a hundred gram servings how are you supposed to like measure out a hundred grams with your seriously eyes? it's so misleading exactly so to really make sure i'm in a deficit i do weigh out my foods um at least till i sort of understand what a serving size is and once i do understand that then i just know I know from memory what a serving size is. So I do track my calories and I do aim to eat an even amount of calories throughout the day because I did see a nutritionist at one point and um, back when I was struggling with my weight, I did notice I was skipping breakfast, eating a lot of my calories towards the end of the day. And she explained to me that that was very unhealthy because your body can only burn such an amount of energy at a time. 
and yeah. that excess energy is turning into fat stores because you're not evenly eating your food throughout the day so i do think it's important to have at least an even amount of breakfast lunch and dinner and if you're hungry in between meals possibly a few healthy snacks but yeah i definitely calorie count i think it's the number one way to really know you're in a deficit and it's not just that to really lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way, you need to be eating enough protein, which keeps you full and stops and helps prevent muscle loss while you're losing weight. So the only real way to do that is by tracking because then you know how many grams of protein are in each food. A hundred percent. I totally remember when I was beginning and it was a little bit daunting at times to track you know, calories, let, yeah. alone, let alone macros, but it definitely can benefit you. Even when you achieved all of your weight loss goals, it's so beneficial to have that under your belt because after a couple of weeks, you will be so much more, you know, understanding how to track your calories how to track all of the proteins and fats and stuff in a world where there is so much misleading information like you, that is so important to have under your belt i completely agree so what is like a day in a plate for you in order to lose weight and how many calories are you consuming now calories is usually around 1500 that's currently what i will be starting my cut on and depending on how much weight i'm losing i may slightly decrease that but i don't really plan on decreasing it that much i more plan on increasing my activity levels and hence burning like being in a greater deficit a perfect day on a plate so every meal consists of protein and either fruit or vegetables for me so in the morning i'll have protein and fruit so i'll have a really interesting protein smoothie um, with berries and i put some collagen powder in it oh my god collagen yes which is perfect and you know what you you need collagen if your body is constantly changing and your skin is like your skin changes as well when you lose weight you may and you could end up with more loose skin which is important to have collagen which helps you with your skin elasticity and helps your skin adjust to your weight loss so have all my vitamins in the morning i'll have my fish oil my b complex vitamins multivitamins probiotics i'm very much into my vitamins and also zinc as well is really good for your skin so i'll have my protein smoothie if i don't feel like having a smoothie i will have protein oats my god protein oats are just fantastic they are like creamy oats and you wouldn't even know it's like it's perfect like it's the perfect amount of carbohydrates um and protein and it will keep you literally full for hours i am the biggest fan yep so i'll alternate between those two better talk about my morning snack my morning snack breakfast number two i know breakfast (laughs) number two No, my morning snack will be like a punnet of berries and a little Greek yogurt. That's my absolute favorite snack. Like I love eating healthy. I will never get sick of it. I was literally talking about this with my sister. Some people genuinely hate eating healthy. They feel restricted. I love eating healthy. I love some naughty foods as well, but (laughs) you know, I know, but healthy foods, like I genuinely love because they make me feel good, etc. But back to my lunch. So my lunch is definitely always protein, a little bit of complex carbs, and then 
a big salad. So I'll have, for example, maybe some roast pork, a little bit of sweet potato roasted as well, and then like a big Greek salad with like olives and feta. Volume eating again, the lettuce has like no virtually no calories, same as the cucumber and the tomato. The sweet potatoes, great complex carbs, helps fuel energy, easy to digest, etc. And the pork's a great source of protein as well. And then what I'll also usually have is a coffee after lunch because it stops me from sort of crashing after I've eaten. Sometimes I just feel like exhausted after lunch. Yeah, that afternoon crash is real, guys. Yeah, I know. Before about 3 p.m. when I'm next really hungry, I'll have like some sort of protein bar. And sometimes I have like two squares of dark chocolate, which I just obviously include in my calories. Guys, you don't need to restrict yourself with everything. If you feel like a little bit of something you love, just include it in your calories in the end if you're in a deficit you will still lose weight so that's my afternoon snack sometimes i'll have like a banana because i go to the gym at night so after a long day of work i'm sometimes feeling exhausted so i'd rather have like a banana and actually have a lot of energy to smash out a great workout rather than eat nothing then my dinner is usually whatever my boyfriend's mum cooks but she always cooks healthy food she's an absolute sweetheart she's always got my goals in mind so she always makes a salad and some sort of protein again so i base all my meals around that and then after dinner if i'm still feeling like a little bit of dessert i'll have like some watermelon some melon or some berries and i've also got sugar-free ice cream vanilla ice cream so i'll sometimes have just a little bit of that and then a tea and then just get into bed and go to sleep <laughs> right now it's the festive season i mean it's just finished it is the second of january and i was almost like i can't wait to go back to like normal life just so i can like eat healthy like i definitely could feel the difference of like eating like crap for a couple of days and like how my body felt as opposed to like after i was eating healthy and like my body just i don't know i just felt so like fresh and like i could like focus more so there's definitely something in that so if you're the type of person that hasn't had like made a habit out of healthy eating like it can suck after like a couple of days or weeks or whatever but seriously you'll feel like a complete complete different person afterwards it's the best ever so what are your weight loss goals going forward 2021 oh, guys the most exciting year i'm so excited we were just talking about our goals and I think this year is just going to be absolutely amazing. Oh my God. Gigi is one of those people that like after having a conversation with her, you're just so inspired. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, you are letting a fire under my ass, girl. Like I'm so excited for 2021. Oh. Let's keep encouraging each other. My goals are this year is going to be all about body recomposition. So I will be losing the last 10 kilos. That's my goal, but I will be losing it very slowly. So I'll be doing it in about in two five kilo segments. So five kilos, hopefully over the space of about 12 weeks. What I'll be doing differently is I'll be lifting a lot more weights. So I'm really looking to build my muscle mass and be in a slight deficit and also burn fat sort of at the same time, which is actually possible, believe it or not. A lot of people say it isn't. But it is usually a beginner thing. The more you get into like weightlifting and stuff, the harder it becomes to lose fat and build muscle at the same time. 
but for beginners you're lucky you actually can so I still sort of consider myself a beginner because I haven't been lifting weights for that many years that's a pro um, mentality right there guys if you think that you're a beginner after like doing something for like years that's when you know you're winning because oh. you always are like I'm learning I'm growing absolutely like. you're always learning so I'll be doing those cuts I'm really excited I have been getting body scans as well which I honestly recommend so much it tells you your body fat percentage how many kilos of body fat you are your weight how much water weight you have and your muscle mass so you can really wet like before and after your cut you can really see did I just lose muscle mass how much muscle mass did I lose how much fat did I lose so I guess my goal with that body scan is to really see my muscle mass increase a bit and then my body fat decrease a lot so they're my goals for 2021 I really want to do that body scan thing that sounds amazing you like should. it's very like informative and scientific like, which is what we want yeah, yeah it tells you your like specific height like 169.2 centimeters <laughs> which like, I never knew I thought I was 170 until I got that and I was a little bit devastated because oh i just missed out <laughs> do you have anything to add or anything else that you would like to say at the end of this podcast i think i just want to say be kind to yourself don't rush your goals find what works and definitely do your research before you go on any sort of plan just really look at the science behind it make sure you're eating the right foods and exercising as well and stay consistent don't focus on motivation build healthy habits that can get you through even when you don't feel motivated so i think they're my main tips um thank you so much for having me i've enjoyed this oh my so god much. thank you so much for being on this podcast oh, no, so many valuable tips oh, make sure to follow Gigi on youtube again ggk okay. and gg fitness on tiktok is there anything any other places gg fitness on, on instagram, instagram as yeah. well so so make sure to follow her because she really does supply really valuable information to do with weight loss and just healthy living, I guess. And yeah, is there anything else you want me to plug? Or, no, yeah. I mean, if you have any specific questions, you can always DM me. I love speaking with with people and trying to give them the correct sort of information when they come to me and they're like, oh, like maybe not with not such accurate um, information. I love to like do some research and get the right information and give it back to them. So my DMs are always open. <laughs> it all goes down in the DMs, guys. It goes down in the always. DMs. So yeah, feel free to message me if you do want to have a chat about your goals or anything at all. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the entire podcast. You are my first guest and I've oh, had so much fun so having you. Honored. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Entitled Podcast with Rita Kaminsky. 